going on, everybody? It's episode eight, Sunday's Kickback. Uh, I'm sitting here with Ron, the ruler. You already know. I'm sitting here with our special guest, uh, Christian Joseph Kenny, or Joseph Christian Kenny, whichever way you want to call it. Um, yeah, we're sitting here at episode eight, man. Firstly, we got our second guest, um, a Caucasian male. That's the Caucasian <laughs> aspect. Um, last week, we had um, Keyshawn. Um, she had a great view on uh, fatherhood and everything like that. So we're going to continue to... Uh, continue the the energy so yeah. here we are push that conversation of yeah. course uh first and foremost i would love to have our guest introduce himself because right. for those of you who don't know um yeah so who's who 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 is christian for the people out there that don't know who he is appreciate jaron glad you asked um thanks for having me again i appreciate y'all right. first in place um well my name is christian uh, i was born in newport news raised in arizona um, I'm a grad from Hampton University, got my bachelor's and master's, mm-hmm. um, ran track, played football. That's how I met Gabe, running track together, won a couple of championships, you know, mm-hmm. built a good little brotherhood. Yes, sir. Um, currently, I, I work at Finish Line, a footwear and fashion company, and I also coach um, college and high school kickers and punters, um, try to stay active in my community, things like that. Um, I'm just, you know, excited to be here, excited to talk about, right. you know, what's yeah. going on nowadays, things like that, so. Yeah, it's a lot going on. You don't just yeah. work at Finish Line, you manage your own store. Yeah. You be modest now. Come on, <laughs> yeah. man. Don't come on a yeah. kickback, be modest. He runs his own store. Yo, people don't want to yeah. be talking, you know what I mean? talk, they talk. Whatever, talk, you talk. This is where you talk, you talk at. You know what I'm saying? I'm on my third store in my third year at Finish Line, you know what I'm saying? So, trying to be a district manager one day, going to corporate side. And one thing that we do at the kickback is, before we start off with each episode, we always do a check-in. And uh, because you're the special guest, I'm gonna check in with you first. So, like, how, like, how's this week been for you? How's how's this whole experience 2020 been for you, as the person that you are? Um, like, how how you feeling right now? Right, man. Um, personally, I'm doing okay. Okay. Um, little little dampener on the world around us, you know, especially with um, Chadwick passing. Mm-hmm. Um, just just the things that are going on in yeah. our country right now. Um, it's kind of hard to kind of to stay focused and to stay positive mm-hmm. but in times like this you kind of gotta um i know it's like a caucasian male it probably don't affect me too much but i do you know try to empathize as much as i can um so that that kind of wears you out a little bit um mm-hmm. did start dieting working out you know so that's been kind of actually helping my, my mental health as well not just my physical health okay um you know working out every day kind of trying to stay driven stay positive about you know every situation yeah. so I, you know i can't really complain about that okay yeah. cool, cool, cool. yeah diet is really important yeah. That's extremely important. How you doing, Ron? What's going on? Shit, for me, bro, uh, I'm not gonna lie, this week has been a pleasure for me. Um I'm just coming off of like a mini vacation, quote unquote. Mm. Where um, you go? New York. Nothing special. But during the that's time more like than, this, that's more than most. Straight, yeah. Yeah. during yeah, the time like this, right? Yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. All right, I got yeah. out my my right, environment. Got out the bubble. Yeah. So yeah, you know, I did some shopping there. Um, mm. came back. So I feel like refreshed. I got a break from work a little bit. Right. Um Came back and uh, was able to just like kind of let go of like, you know, like the everyday worries that we I feel like we're fa- we all faced with, right. mm-hmm. um, and just kind of just get away from that, and that did wonders for me. So I'm back here. It's the weekend. And Are you chilling? Yeah, I feel good. Yes, you made it right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How you, you feeling? It. How you feeling? I'm cool. I mean, you always cool. Week, God, that's, that's my, Can you that's ever my... have something wrong <laughs> with you? No, I told you. That's I start my day with that's prayer. That's not realistic. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, not I, 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 I'm eating well. Like, I don't got nothing to worry about. I'm cool. Like I don't. I ain't, I mean, uh, listen. I mean, I'm healthy. Like COVID going on. Like none of my friends, families dying. Like we're mm. like really, I can't come in here and complain about nothing. Like I really, I have nothing okay. to complain about. You feel what I'm saying? But it, personally, like I'm cool. Like. 
Yeah, you know what I mean? I'm positive. Episode eight though. This is episode eight, and I'm here every yeah. time. It's been like everybody's listening. It's you been need like 13, yeah, 14 you weeks. Be like and he's me. been cool. I'm cool. I'm cool. Eight weeks in a row. I'm cool. This is the worst year. That's what I'm saying, though, bro. Like, I can't. I can't come in here being complaining about you know, people dying and yeah. shit. And what I got going on? Right. Nothing. Like, and I feel like I feel like that's why I always valued you yeah, being like, around me. Like you, you always have this outlook. <laughs> yeah, like so, I, yo, I'm a. The glass is half full. Yeah. Ain't have empty. Right, you know right, saying? right. I'm a, uh, tomorrow's gonna be better than right. today. Like I can't. I'm not, I'm not. I hate being around people that just so damn negative. Yeah. Let everything affect me. Like no, nah, right. like I'm good. Yeah. Like, but you know, my my L's is not that big compared to somebody else's. Like I mean, that's how I view myself. Like, you know, my worst days, some people's best days. So right, 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 right. Call it cocky if you want, but yeah. I'm straight. I'm gonna be better tomorrow. So, yeah. yeah. So I mean, you know, we're gonna hit a couple topics. You know, it's special that. You know, I have a really close friend, a brother to me. That's my second guest. You know, um, like he said, we been teammates. You mm-hmm. know, it was funny the first time I met Christian. Like, this motherfucker was talking shit on me. So, so I was a walk on for the track team, right? Uh-huh. No, but I was like a, a ghost for real. Like, they was going through their own thing. He had a scholarship and everything. He was cool. Like, oh, okay. He was football and track. Scholarship so, yeah, both? Yeah, 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 I think you have. Yeah, oh. I took American the L freshman year. I took the L freshman year though. Paper oh, so school, you were walk on? Yeah, yeah. walk on the both. Yeah, and then yeah. you got it after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, even more school. respect though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was so a good experience. So I walk on right. I don't really talk. Like I have no ground to stand on to talk to anybody. Right. I'm and just before trying. he start, that's the only reason I really clown him. It's because he alienated himself. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like I, yeah. it wasn't because he wasn't good. Okay. You mean, come so, on, come so who was you talking? Was you talking ish because you were in the same boat? When he came in, like, cause he came in as a walk on too. Nah, like, Gabe was Jai like weird though. Like Gabe, <laughs> <laughs> like, Gabe, Gabe was cool once you get to know him. But when he first got there, you could tell he still needed to get comfortable. Okay. Like he yeah. wasn't talking to a lot of people. You know, like he put his headphones yeah. on yeah. and go. Kind of I, do I had that thing. Philly mentality. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Like I wasn't coming here. Like like I said, like in the South, like it's always a how you doing? Like what's good with you? Like they, they all talk to you. I'm coming straight from Philly. Like we don't do that here. Right. Like we just straight like. You know, head nod if anything. Yeah. Keep it pushing. Like yeah. and I had no ground to stand on with the track team. It's a D one HBCU. Like right. they everybody thought they the shit. Right. So fuck I look like coming in there talking and like, you know what I mean? I was already forceful. I wasn't supposed to be there anyway. Right. So I ain't gonna make it hot. So, you know, as I got better and better at the tra- you know, at track practice, you know, Christian was like, Oh, Gabe talks? He talks? Who is that? <laughs> he talks. I was like, this motherfucker, man. Like, so we in the weight room and shit. I try to, you know, incorporate myself and shit, you know? So it was it was funny, man. But, you know, ever since, I don't even know how me and him start clicking. He'll tell you more. But. Oh, wait, hold on. Before we even get into that, like, Christian, like, how did you end up at an HBCU? Like, as That's a white bad. man... In, in America, how did you end up at an HBCU? I know you say from Newport why, News. Or why did you end up at an HBCU? He's, he's from Newport News, so it's relatively close. Am I, am yeah. am I right? Yeah, yeah it's yeah, relatively yeah. close, but like still, it's still an HBCU at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So can you like kind of speak on that? Great, great question. Um, it's kind of funny, man. Like I moved, I moved here from like inner city Phoenix. Um, Moved to Williamsburg like is 2011. That, I'm, I'm not. I'm very Arizona. ignorant as far as I know where I know where Phoenix is. It's, it's diverse. Like, it's diver- it's yeah, diverse. very diverse. Okay. Like um, I used to live right across from like Metro City Mall, okay. um, Metro Center Mall. It's, it got shut down recently. I actually went back and visited it. It got shut down because like gang violence, things like that. But um, it was a it's a very diverse area. Like in terms of Hispanic population, Native American population. Okay. Mm-hmm. So moving to Williamsburg, Virginia where it's mostly white people, you know, it's very, very different, um, especially yeah. when they're high up in the, you know, socio economical ladder. Okay. Um, 
So yeah, I came to came to high school the end of sophomore year. Um, junior, you know, peeled around for football. Uh, a lot of politics and stuff in that town. Just considering again, you know, mm-hmm. it's a very rich white area. Okay. Um, they kind of had their people. The parents kind of, you know, what I'm saying, had the ins and outs with the coaches, things like that. Right. Um, naturally befriended a lot of people of color, like the black people, Hispanic people. That's just who I was comfortable around. So that's who I became friends with. Is that um, who you were friends with back in Arizona? Yeah, yeah, mostly. I mean, it's just like I grew up in lower income areas. Um, so that's naturally who you're around. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Just by the natural layout of things. Um, so got in trouble a couple times. Uh, that's on me. But also, like, it kind of, you know, the coaches kind of thought a little different way about me. I actually had one of my coaches, you know, not going to name him or anything. But there was an experience where um, I was playing a particular sport and I had a one-on-one meeting with my coach. He kind of told me, like, you're not going to play D1 sports. Like, you This is in high school? Yeah, this is in high school. Mm-hmm. And he, he was like... He's like, you're not going to play D1 sports because I tried to quit a certain sport to run, a, to run track. Um, and he was like, you know, you don't have to act like them, which was like one of the big eye openers for me. As them. Like the people. Yeah, he said them. Yeah, the this Negroes. is verbatim. Yeah, I'm, this is <laughs> verbatim. So, yeah, he's like, you don't have, he's like, Christian, you don't, you don't have to act like them. And I was like, to me, it wasn't an act. Like, it's just who I am. Um, right, right, it's just who right. I naturally vibe with. And that sticked out to you right away. Yeah, that stuck out to me crazy. So I was definitely leaving the, that, that sport at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, went to track. Uh, Coach Mel Jones has been a He's been around forever in Willie'sburg. He's been around since like the 1960s. He actually coached uh, Lawrence Taylor. Mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all know right, Lawrence yeah, Taylor. Yeah, 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 yeah. He went to Lafayette High School. Um, so he had he had strong connections at Norfolk State. He played running back in Norfolk State. He was like, you know, just fill out your application for Norfolk State in Hampton. He knew Coach Taylor um, right. in the early 90s, late 2000, uh, early 2000s. So he kind of helped me get in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I walked on, which was cool, and um, you know I didn't. I don't mind being around you know minorities at all. So that's that's kind of how it happened. I didn't I didn't play in high school because of the people I was involved with and the attitudes I had. Um, granted, I was just a knucklehead, but also you know. But going into Hampton, like you didn't have a scholarship. Yeah, no. So like, what mm-hmm. made you choose Hampton as this is the school I'm going to go to? I didn't have a scholarship it, nowhere. Okay. But I also thought you know minority scholarships too. I thought that was a good thing. But Hampton's private, so they only do that at public institutions. So mm-hmm. if I went to Norfolk State or an institution like that, I probably could have taken advantage okay. of a minority scholarship. Um, sadly, that wasn't the reality. But I just knew that I had the ends with somebody, so a foot in the door just would help right. me because I didn't have right. anything you anywhere knew the else. Coach there. Yeah, yeah, okay. exactly. Right. I didn't have anything else, so I just right. needed to you know Understood. go somewhere where people kind of yeah. like looked out for me at first. Okay. Yeah, that was the biggest deal. So that's kind of why I went to Hampton. Like, I was comfortable with it, and I just had that little tiny connection that I needed yeah. to get my foot in the door. Okay. Yeah. That's good. What, what are some things you think you learned from Hampton? Like, you have a – I mean, you have white friends because you went to – you know, fast forward a little bit, you went to James Madison, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You worked out there in a little bit. That's just literally like 99% white yeah. out there. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, in regards with that, like, is there a compare and contrast from Hampton to James Madison? It's big, man. Right. It's big for sure, for sure. Um – I do think it's funny how welcoming um, black culture can be to you compared to, to vi- vice versa with mm-hmm. white culture. Um, I'll never forget to this day when I first walked into Hartness Hall in Hampton as a freshman. They gave me a little welcome back. Mm-hmm. Mr. King was there. Right, right, I know right. you know my mm-hmm. man's Mr. King. I don't know Mr. King. Yeah, uh, and for yeah. the viewers, well, he, you know what I'm saying? Mr. King, King, Mr. King um, he was an administrator, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for Hampton. Okay. Um, he's also a member of um, yeah. Capital. Yeah, Outside. he's he's he's, 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 he's my frat, yeah. but he's, okay. you know, he's a... Yeah. Okay. All right. Anyway, so yeah, that's my man. He took. Um, he made sure to look out for me a little bit when I first got to Hampton. Um, gave me this welcome back, right? And I remember he gave me 
a do rag and a wave cap. <laughs> you lying? I swear to God, I bro. That's what they did. That's what they did for the freshman. We had a do rag, do rag, a brush, and a wave breeze. Where to God? Yes. And I didn't feel comfortable taking it, but he was just like, no, like take it like this is you know what i'm saying like i felt like that was kind of like a symbolic thing for me like mm-hmm. i'm not using that obviously because of cultural appropriation and things like that like i don't need waves but it definitely he tried to make, if you put it on you know what i'm saying bro. yeah yeah but he but he made me feel like i belong right, and right, i right. and i feel like that was really important to me like right. i didn't know no one going into that so and, mm-hmm. and the crazy part is i didn't even go to hampton early with the football team like i i got called in because one of the other players was ineligible i got called in like a week before mm. school started and they were just like hey you want to come play now I'm right. like, yeah sure mm. you know what i'm saying so um but yeah like i and in terms of going to jmu like it was definitely different because you know there's not a lot of poc there um, right. it was different to see everything like this is where i feel like i should have belonged but at the same time like the type of people like whether they were super country or super uppity, like it right. just wasn't my type vibe. You yeah, know? you can like, tell they haven't had exposure to, to yeah. black people. And you've been there. You saw yeah, my uh, you saw my white friends. That's right? what I'm asking, because like Yeah, yeah. You know, cool. um, yeah, shout out to them. You know, shout yeah. out to Bobby. I forget the other people's names. Bobby, Bobby is my Austin guy. Hollis. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's my boys um, over there. You know, those guys were great, you know, but the other people that we went to parties and, and stuff with I was like, oh, hell no, bro. Yeah. Like, uh, no. Nah. Yeah, like, I had lost my stuff, mind man. out yeah, there. Sure. Like, for sure. Like, the environment's mm-hmm. different. You know, like, HBCU parties compared to uh, PWI parties is... Irresponsible. You, you know, you went to I Temple. Mean, irresponsible, yeah. to say the least. But, I remember... But, okay, so, like, the difference, I feel like, it's like, Temple is, like, inner city. Like, that's middle of North Philadelphia. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not comparing JMU yeah, to so Temple like, at all. You yeah, know, but... So, like, for me, going to Temple, it was like... Yeah, I'm around a lot of white people, but at the same time, I'm still at home. Yeah. I'm in North Philly. Right. I could go up the street, and I mm-hmm. mean, my man's from kindergarten is there. <laughs> like, right. that's what it was like for me. So, mm-hmm. like for you, like being that and in, in that such a different environment. Like, how did you? How were you able to like adapt? Was it, is it because like that's who you were, and you were just naturally like, and like by the color of your skin, or was it more so like right, I kind of got a Kind of fit in. Um, at JMU or Hampton? At JMU. Oh, at, at JMU, JMU. Yeah, yeah, so definitely had to ease back, um, maybe with, like, the Ebonic slang I use and stuff like that. Um, definitely had to ease back a little bit because, like, even, even those they people were aren't as funny. cultured. Yeah, like, they're yeah. not as cultured either. Right. Um, there were times where, like, they would kind of step overboard and I had to check them, like, that's not my place to say what jokes were and weren't racist. Right. But sometimes they took things too far and I was yeah. like, hey, yo, like, like, chill. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, whether they were like memes or like in a group chat, like, right. but you could tell like, that's that culture, bro. Like, so, especially in a country like that. Like, yeah. They're not taught like what's ignorant, what's not. Right. And I mean, that's the, and, and that's that, the problem. But they know of what's ignorant, what's not. But no, no, no. But that's how we know what's ignorant. That's the whole no, idea of ignorance. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, bro, these they, people they don't know what's what not. They know what they would say in front of a Christian, and they know what they wouldn't say in front of us, bro. You know that's, what's right is right and what's wrong is right. wrong, but you also know in your culture. So, like, Harrisonburg, right? Country, bumpkin, mm-hmm. like, uppity white if you go to JMU. Like, they know it's acceptable in that culture. Right. So, therefore, they feel more comfortable saying certain shit. They yeah. didn't know me like that, so you know what I'm saying they they just had to you. learn first. Like yeah. when, when they started saying that shit, and I did it. They were like, "All right, like they just don't see like it. who you are." Yeah, like mm-hmm. and not to say I would cut off, like I would cut them off for the shit, but I made sure I correct them, like do my due diligence. Like, right, right, right. Um, has there ever been a time where like you know someone was joking around and then they like they use like the the n word in front of you, like? 
Nah, I think, white person? nah I, think I think they kind of know know better than that. Most people. What do you mean know better? Like you no, mean like, like they know better? Like because well, for in one, front of like, you or just like in, in front general? of me at least. In front of me at least. How did they I know, know better in front of you as a because white male? They, know, they just know, I, like bro, like I mean, not to say like Hampton was my identity identity like when I moved over, but they kind of just knew the background I came from. I mean, you can just hear how okay. I talk and things like that and how I dress. Like, uh-huh. um, I do take a lot from Black culture, but at the same time, like. You just, you know, like, I have, like, a little extra in me. Like, I remember my coach from high school used to call me, like, a blue-eyed soul brother. Yeah. So, like, I always kind of felt okay. like that stuck with me. Like, and they can kind of tell that that's the, like, vibe I gave off. So they knew, they knew a little better. Like, especially when I would have, like, um, black women around me and things like that. Like, they kind of, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was just, it was different. But, like, it's crazy disparity, though, between PWIs and HBCUs in terms of, like, comfort and just in terms of culture. Right. Like, even parties, bro. Like, parties would be... Henny, Ciroc, twerking. Right. You go to a JMU party, it's coke, beer, beer. Uh, what them drinks called? <laughs> beer pong, the, the beer pong, um, <laughs> the, the, the beer uh, thing. What's the the keg? The, the keg, keg, keg stand, keg stand, keg stand, keg races. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jump, cool this kid jumped there. off a roof and like broke the table. <laughs> yeah, like it was crazy. You're not um, seeing any of that at HBCU. Oh nah, you. Yeah, I feel like HBCU they're too worried about their like their look. Like I don't want to wild out that much because that looks embarrassing. The women definitely too. Like you could definitely tell like. The woman, like, you know, the Hampton woman, mm-hmm. like, they were very uppity. They oh, were, for sure. Go to school, go to class with heels on. Yeah, you feel yeah, me? Yeah, like, like, they were like, I have on a Tuesday. Oh, yeah, and they would be careful who heels? they talk to and things like that. Yeah. hair done. Why? You would never really see, uh, you would never really see sweatpants. I can't even ask y'all why. Y'all not them, but. I mean, that's just the Hampton. It's a fashion yeah, thing. Yeah, it's like, a Hampton. It was like, you had to be uppity. Whenever you you're have out, to be like, uh, dudes, unless you you're an athlete, unless you're an athlete, bro, unless you're an athlete, you ain't wearing sweats either. Yeah, you suit. Wow, because you got to keep up, bro. Yeah. You, I'm gonna keep up, but I'm also had this fresh tech on Nike tech sweatsuit. Yeah, that's the PWI. We had the, you, we had the Russell. <laughs> we had the Russell press for you. Yeah, we had, we had the Russell. We wasn't wearing that for real, unless switch to unless we had a game or, yeah. or track meet. Track he wasn't meet, wearing yep. nothing like that. He was wearing yeah. your fit, and then you went and changed. Yep. There was times we would change twice in a day. Yeah. <laughs> like it was, that's just if good. Yeah, practice, that's, bro. Yeah, you changing two, three. So, times so, a day. so, 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 one thing I do want to bring to the forefront is like you. You brought up the fact of like you know women and like how they've been throughout your tenure at Hampton and JMU. Mm-hmm. Like, what's your like? What's your preference? Like, do you like you like <laughs> you like black women or do you do you prefer to go to the, the, the white way? So I or don't do, you, do you like Chinese women? What? I'm weak. I'm weak. Um, <laughs> do you like to go the right way? I, I just want to know. I just. It's just out of curiosity. That's yeah. funny. Be honest now. Fine. No, I'll be honest. Um, you got people watching. <laughs> nah, for sure. Sorry, sorry, mom and dad. Right. Um, sorry, mom sorry, and nah, dad. Nah, but um, nah, like I just I make sure to not cross the the borderline of like fetishizing. So like I definitely do get to know people before I, you know what I'm saying. Okay. But so you like them all. Yeah, but due to like how I was raised and just like my my pops was a hippie. So like my pops is like love everyone, dude. I'm like you know what I'm saying? Okay. Like yeah, yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna let you speak. You know but, <laughs> but I smell <laughs> bullshit. No, no, no. Can I work up to my point dog? Like all right, so just due to like, you know, me not being raised around white people and me not being raised like in a in a richer society, yeah. a more well off society, like I was naturally around minorities. Okay. So that's who I'm attracted to. And I don't want to be like, oh, I love black women because they're so strong and they're so this and that. Even yeah, though that, yeah, that stuff's yeah. true. But, but that can be a fact though. No, really but it could be a, it, but but it's not even like that though, because you shouldn't have to you shouldn't have to like someone because of the fact that they feel like they need to fight to be strong and you know what I'm saying? Like I disagree, but, you like what you like. You know what I mean? Like don't yeah. let the, like I feel like that's that goes back to episode seven, six and seven. We talked about 
you know, the outside look on your life. Like, everybody's critiquing you. Bro, like, you like what you like. Like, it's a sensitive culture, man. Like, the cancel well, yeah. culture, everybody gets offended. And, 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 like, and that same breath, you got to be careful because you got to look. You do, like, you do. Look, yeah, look, like, look, like, look his You do. Bro, but he can't be all like, like Because after yeah, this, I, I can cancel. Only like black women because then they going to be like, he didn't say that. Well, he just said he likes black you women. Can can, you can cancel me after that. That's what I'm saying. After this episode, I say some wild shit, I'm canceled. Right. You feel me? But I mean, I'm going to be. as me saying female. But I'm going to be honest. You don't mean no Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't. I don't. And I mean, I think you can tell I'm genuine. Like, I don't, um, I don't fetishize over black women, but like, it's just, just raising. Like, I, re- I relate. I don't relate to Becky and Starbucks. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just Karen. don't. Yeah, yeah, you feel like what are me? What are what are her and I gonna talk about when we sit down and talk? Like, Yo, we're gonna talk about your father, God, and and my Friday. little uh, my little <laughs> hand me down Pathfinder 1991 or something. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So it's it's different. Like, it's just it's just you know you when you're raised around something like that's what you gravitate towards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's pretty hard to jam you then. So, oh, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. Like, <clears throat> um, sorry, mom and dad. Um, <laughs> Stop saying sorry. <laughs> body count or like dates and dating, things like that went severely down when I moved to Harrisonburg just because of the selection of women. But like, also, like, it was all majority white women. And Did you have a problem with that? Um, <laughs> he leaned in and said, this shit. <laughs> I don't like blonde white girls, and that's like 90% of. Sorry, Becky. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. But um, so yeah, that didn't work out for me at all. Oh, no. Um, sorry. Yeah, so I kind of chilled when I was there. That was like my my getaway time because like Jamie was in the middle of nowhere. So I did try Absolutely. to focus on more than women when I I went there yeah. after college was over. Like you definitely gotta reinvent yourself and find your identity all over again. Oh, for sure. That's kind of what I used. For that, sure. That yeah, I definitely for. remember yeah. coming up there because that storm. Uh, Hampton got evacuated. Uh, yep. one semester. I think it was like spring semester, fall semester. Fall semester, yeah. It was like beginning of fall. I had to get evacuated and he was the closest thing to me. Mm-hmm. So I drove up all the way up the mountains, yeah. stayed up at JMU. Bro. It was, I, I couldn't believe where I was driving, bro. It was literally fog. How everywhere. far is it? About two and a half hours from, uh, it's actually the funny thing is it's, it's the same distance from Philly to Hampton. Like it's two and a half hours from here, two and a half hours from Hampton. It's literally in the middle. Holy what? Yeah, it's weird. Does not know two and a half hours. Nah, no, 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 no. If I'm coming from Hampton and going to JMU, it's two and a half. Oh. If I'm leaving JMU, going to Philly, it's two and a half. All right, gotcha. That's yeah, it just depends on the yeah. traffic too, though. But uh, I definitely see the difference that he was talking about. You yeah. know, as far as like everyone's the way they act, it, it's just yeah. the whiteness, the white privilege. It's 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 amazing. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, and it's, it's that's why I really want to bring him on because he has both outlooks. HBCU being Caucasian and going to a PWI. Yeah. Now, that's a that's a lot to take in. Yeah. You know, um and you know, me me and him clicking so well. I mean me and him going on road trips to North Carolina A and T, done Bahamas, done Miami, like time we done everything. Canada. Like, time Canada. Time. Canada. I have to say this. I have to say this because this was literally the episode before. This what? man Gabe tried to argue me that he wasn't comfortable like not comfortable. Here but he go. didn't grow up around white go. people. Your best man's is white, and then on top of that, you went to HBCU, connected with a white dude, and y'all was cool. I connected with one white well, dude. Well, I'm about to say, yeah. How many <laughs> white dudes is at Hampton? One. Not <laughs> <so>. <laughs> you connected with that one. There's a lot of white there, You can so, get rocks, my brother. I'm about to say, yeah, prior to contrary belief, there are a lot of white people at Hampton, but oh, like most is? of them, yeah, most of them are like European. RTC or like European, yeah. Okay. So, so they're, um, like, they're like foreign exchange students. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh, like yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or they got like a uh, academic scholarship. Or okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, private. Uh, you know, we don't get minority scholarships. Because we're private. Yeah. It's a public thing. I guess yeah. you got to be like a quote. Yeah. But it's bull. Actually, it is more and more every year, though
That's definitely why I want to bring you on here, bro. You really have a lot of outlooks. So I definitely want to hit, like, what's going on in the world. Like, what's your outlook yeah. on, like, the movements, like, the protests? Because mm-hmm. the reason why I'm asking you this, you know, I work at a predominantly white corporation, mm-hmm. um, Fortune 500 company and everything, and I'm, like, one of five black people in the company. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, every time we bring up these these protests, they look at me for the answers. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. the black voice of yes. everybody. Uh-huh. And, I'm tired of um, it. Yeah, I'm very tired of it as well, but I can't. I mean, I'm the only one there, so... Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of my coworkers. You know, I'm not faulting them. They have their own opinions. You know, most of them are Republicans, conservative, and um, you know, we will start by the, the statues, right? Christopher Columbus statue. And I'll bring up, I'll be, you know, just bored. You know, you're in through the day trying to make the day go by, and you're like, yo, like, what do you think about the statues? Like, you know, it's white people in um in South Philly, like that's you bringing us, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, so they'll be like, I don't get it. Like, why are you trying to take it down a statue? That's taking away our history. You know, and I, I really don't want to combat. I really just want to know who I'm around. So I'll just ask questions and wait for the response. And I'll be like, okay. Just so I know who I'm around. Just so mm-hmm. I know your temperature. Like a temperature check. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, just so yeah. I can check your temperature. Yeah. So I definitely want to reach out to you and like, yo, like, what do you think about the protests? Like, do you, what is your outlook on that? And uh, the statues, like, we'll tackle one thing at a time. What do you think about statues coming down? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's acceptable, bro. Like, at the end of the day, history was never made by people who were well-behaved. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? So... Um, people, history was never made by people who followed the status quo. Um, that's just how it is. Um, history's history, bro. Like it, you're not gonna not remember that historical figure. So, right. and, and at the end of the day, like if it was if it was built upon racism and it was built upon you know violent acts, mm-hmm. then why does it matter if a piece of stone come down under a person? Right. Like, um, I think it is is a good representation of us moving forward. Like mm-hmm. I definitely think that. It's kind of symbolic. Like, I get yeah. it. And I, I totally support that. Like, Because so the, their argument was, um, not all of them, but some of the arguments was that don't take it down, but remove the plaque and change it to what it really was. Um, like, so, such as far as, like, Robert E. Lee. Mm-hmm. Don't take it down. So what you gonna what no. you what but you listen, gonna put that plaque? I'm not agreeing. I'm not agreeing with this. 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 Oh my god! But they said about this both. So they were like, all right, Christopher Columbus, don't take it down, but wrote what he really did. They not about to write what he right. That's what I'm saying. Rape and kill natives. Come on, y'all. But that's not how they looking. That's not how they looking. That's history. Then what are you gonna take down the, you know the damn? What I'm drawing a blank. No. Mount Rushmore, like the um, I know it's all about Mount yeah, Rushmore with yeah, faces. Yeah, yeah. I heard you gonna take that down. That. Yeah, you gonna take I'm like, well, maybe because it's yeah. on Indian reservation <laughs> land. Like, I mean, America is yeah. Indian reservation like, land, yeah, dog. So, you and and I gotta touch, I gotta touch on that too. A lot of people don't like give a shout, but like Arizona, I grew up next to reservations, right? Like Navajo Apache reservations, bro, and like. This people's indigenous native land, and you putting them in trailer parks. Yeah, and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, and you—it's it, crazy. It's, it's really crazy. crazy. And, you, and we're tripping about taking statues down. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. We're tri- and like, and it's but we trip about how, putting masks on. So. Oh I mean, well, yeah, but, like, yeah. yeah about, but so like, you know they're not like, about to follow that. But yeah, it's crazy like, because like history gets so whitewashed, dog. Like we like white people. So we, we whitewashed, from, man. I'm saying we came from a different, a whole entire different yeah. continent, bro, and really, yeah. and really messed a lot of shit up, and mm. and we expect people to just, you know, what I'm saying. No. I get it though because at the end of the day, like, it, you have to be understanding that the white people, you know, they came over, Europeans came over. They took over and they started a country and they started governments and they started policies that were written for white people. Mm-hmm. So systemically and systematically, like anyone else was meant to fail. But I don't, I don't yeah, think I so, understand that. But I don't think that gives them the right to eradicate everything. No, that was no. But prior you gotta understand to. why they're. 
you gotta understand why they 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 subconsciously think that. All right, so, look, so like from my from my perspective, and this is what I'm speaking on, it's very sub level, like sub you know surface scratching the surface and not really getting deep. But as a black man, inner city, you know, recruited for lacrosse, mm-hmm. went out to Wisconsin, and they're like, oh, you're like you're the black kid that plays like the white sport lacrosse. That's the white sport. Even and I'm not like, a white sport. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, hold up, whoa, 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 let's backtrack. That's this is not a, no white sport. This is a native sport. Mm-hmm. Right. This is a na- and and even the word Native American, that just I feel like that just like undermines like, no, there was no America before they got here. They are natives. This mm-hmm. is the native of the country. Like right. you mm-hmm. saying Native American is low key. I feel like it will be low key offensive. To them. I what can't really, saying, I can't really, I can't really speak on that. But for me, it was like. Bro, you're this black dude and you're playing this white sport. I'm like, yeah, f you. It's not a white sport. Actually. It's closer to you than it is to them. Exactly. Uh, yeah. And that's how I feel. Mm-hmm. And that's why I got the tat that I got. Because so, I feel like things are taken so to date. Like you're just marking it as a white sport because of now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because predominantly white people play it. You know what I'm saying? Like one, they don't give a lot of scholarships to a lot of schools for minorities for lacrosse. Yeah. You know what I'm saying you went all the way to Wisconsin. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you, like that's out the way. So more African-American going to football, basketball, and predominantly black sports right. so they can get about where they're at. You know what I'm saying? So, okay, it's a white sport now because y'all had the money to do that. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, we I don't have that money for it to go all the way to Wisconsin for free. You know what I'm saying? And play or just, that. Or just anywhere the, the, for free. The, the, like, initial, like, the initial funding that goes right. into lacrosse, like yeah. the, the stick itself, the lacrosse yeah. stick itself is $100 plus. Dollars. Right. Yeah. What kid? What Coming city from kid po- poverty, that? you right. mean versus a hundred stick dollar versus a, a fifty pair of cleats, fifty right. dollar pair well, of cleats. It's, it's a sport that it's, it's a very sport, clear yeah, difference. Yeah. yeah, it's a sport that was it's meant right. to alienate minorities For though, sure. like especially like with travel teams and stuff like that. Um, people don't understand that, like even that, like even with the Negro leagues and stuff like that, like that stuff was meant to alienate. Like there's a lot of again, like even in sports, there's a lot of systemic actions that. That try to you know separate people yeah. from certain opportunities, yeah. and I think we we do overlook that you know. So oh no, the question is you're you're for taking the statues down and just like yeah, hell yeah, people that asked. <laughs> yeah, no, no question because I mean at the end of the day you have a right to express yourself. This country was literally founded on expression and revolt, you know. Yes. So why are we tripping about it because it's not a white we're person doing forward it and it's not moving yes. forward to the. Not, you know to answer your question, yes, that's, that's the exact that. reason why we're not we're tripping well, on yeah, it. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying because it's black people doing <laughs> it's black it. People doing it. It's, it's crazy. Like yeah. we, this whole entire country was founded on revolt, bro, yeah. from the British. You know what I'm saying? Like we didn't want to follow the shit that they were putting forward. But yet we're gonna persecute other people for trying to do the same thing. Right. So, so what I gotta ask you now is to go deeper since it's like more current, mm-hmm. like the shooting of Jacob Blake, and um, the seventeen-year-old that came across state lines with an AR-15. Yeah. In the same state, same yeah. city. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Do you Walking really, plaid cops. Right. Right. So, so yeah, what, like, how do you feel about that? Like, do you feel like it was more so warranted because well, a lot of people are saying like. Even if you look under under all these captions on Instagram, a lot of people are saying, "Well, if you don't resist, then that wouldn't happen," or like yeah. you shouldn't have had all them. He was a he was a felon. Yeah, I'm saying he's a rapist. Like, why are we feeling bad for a rapist? Like, okay, you know what I'm saying. I mean, that's you easy, feel what I'm saying. That's an easy answer though. Yeah, like I think it might be for you, but I, yeah, but, yeah. but um, mean. for some people, right? Yeah, it's it's crazy because I actually had to unfriend like hella people on Facebook because I saw they were like, I guess they uploaded like a screenshot of the shooter. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess someone was trying to shoot at him first or something wild. 
And they, they were trying like, to whoop his ass. Yeah, and they were like, yeah, the right to shoot him. Like, you self-defense. But I'm what? like, bro, you drove across state lines to come, to get in the mix. You right. know what I'm saying? Like To you protect the state. You were looking protect, for trouble. Protect the business. You were looking for trouble, dog. But anyway. <laughs> don't nobody yeah. pull up with a machine gun looking to protect the business. Assault it don't, it don't matter. to protect it somebody been, you don't even know yeah. with your whole family. You your were, family you, was You were the aggressor there because you drove. You you had the, you know what I'm saying, aggressive action to drive across state lines and come to a city you're not even from. But in terms of Jacob Blake. Um, what was done was obviously wrong. There's no justification for that. If you're a, if you're a trained professional, you know, police officer, upholder of the law, um, it doesn't matter what your past is. Like, yeah. you still have right to process. You know what I'm saying? Yes, like, and, do and, and process. In court of law. Like, yeah, and he wasn't given that opportunity. Right. You know what I'm saying? And regardless of who he was in the past, no action you do should should result in seven almost shots, in the, shots in the back. You know, he's like God's grace. He survived. It's not even no almost lethal it, seven in the back. It's crazy because yeah, I come on, bro. That's seven him. shots in a human being. He, to, he was probably the, co- the officer was probably surprised. He's and it wasn't at no yeah, distance. Right. This was close range. Yeah, right, it was right like. Point. And let me tell you, bro. Like I know y'all see the post where they were like, "Oh, well, he had a knife on him." He for one, for one, car. I googled it like through, throughout car, seventeen bro. pages. There was no knife on it; it was his keys. But the, um, but no, mm, but this is the thing, bro. Yeah, like, I put a post up about it on Facebook, and it's funny because again, white friends, you know, um, just gotta keep unfriending them as I go. Hmm. Um, That's a shame. He goes, he says, and I don't think he realizes like the subconscious prejudice he, when he talks. But he was like, even though there was a knife, he didn't deserve to. I'm like. The fact that you even had to bring up, even though there's a knife, right? Like you're to just justify, trying to water it down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. You're trying to water it down. Yeah. He, he was standing up for it, but he was watering it down. Yeah. So at the end of the day, like I think he probably thought he was doing something. Yeah, he, that's what I'm saying. He thought he was like, oh yeah, even though it was a knife, like I still think that it shouldn't happen. Like no, it shouldn't happen. Point yeah, three. No, you don't have to write a paragraph. If you're Shut a trained man. professional, because yeah, like that's when, that situation when you, when you shouldn't happen. You bring up like these other scenarios in which. You know, white men going to these other different establishments and gun down all these innocent people. Yeah. No one's saying even though he had an AR-15, even though he went into this this uh, South Carolina church and killed eight people. Yeah. He's like no one's that's saying that's, that. That's what they said about the shooter and, and that just happened. He's they, they pulling up pictures of him taking graffiti off of walls. They don't say you know even this. Though, is, they say this aspiring cop. Yeah, yeah. There you go. that's what I'm saying. They give him like, they give him positive <laughs> titles. Yeah. To um, water it grade down. A, former grade yeah. A student. But then when an innocent kid who's coming from the corner store yeah. with, a, with an Arizona iced tea. Former felon. And, and some Skittles. Uh, <laughs> a yeah. former felon. Or if he doesn't have a record, uh, previously was kicked out of school. Yeah, that's that bullshit. Previously had 10 detentions in a row. That's that bullshit. <laughs> like, like, come that's on, bro. Funny, and what I have to do, touch on, is like the Blue Lives Matter aspect. You know, coming from myself, who I aspire to being in a law enforcement that's my own goal like, i was a criminal justice major and everything that's always how i saw myself mm. being protecting and serving you know there's no such thing as blue lives matter bro like you're not blue it's not life like that's the, you know that's what i'm saying problem. like blue you are life. you are black or white or brown yeah. you're not there's no blue lives bro first of all when you sign up to be any type of law enforcement you sign a dotted line you go through screen checks you go through questionnaires you know what you're getting yourself into right. that's why you go to so long trainings like i don't understand what people don't get that Officers of any caliber go through weeks, months, sometimes years of training. Like, you know what you're getting yourself into. So stop trying to get these, these officers outs that are not yeah. doing their job correctly because it's embarrassing for people like myself that really want to be in there and doing right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have a prejudice bone in my body. So when I get into law enforcement, I'm going to be upright by everybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not give, I don't like 
I hate seeing Blue Lives Matter, bro. Cause you just giving somebody out. You just copped off of Black Lives and all that. You know what I'm saying? You just trying to disregard. Like like when I saw that post on New York uh, NYCD, NYPD, Blue Lives Matter. They started it. They got shirts and everything. They were selling memorabilia and everything, merchandise yeah. and everything on the website. Yeah. Like, think, how disgusting is that? I bro? think what like, she was trying to say is though, like it's not. It wasn't made for like singular solidarity. It was made in terms of like. Revolt, like yeah, Blue yeah. Lives Matter, was made in revolt of Black Lives Matter. It wasn't made because, like an enemy, like yeah, like uh, yeah, or like two, ver- like one versus one thing. Yeah. Like, it wasn't just made out of random. Yeah. Like, it was made in, in you weren't thinking about Blue Lives in Matter response to something all, else. Man. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. and like I like, mm, it's hard for me to say I understand because I don't. But I think I may see. I may see where they're coming from as far as Blue Lives Matter. Like, at the end of the day, like, regardless of race, like, police officers throughout the United States deal with a lot of crime Mm -hmm. and they deal with a lot of death. Like, that's the nature of your job. Like, if you're going to protect those who are doing right Mm -hmm. and you have to, like, go against those who are doing wrong, you're going to deal with some controversy. You're going to deal with some, some, some type of combat. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and in that, in that same breath, a lot of them have fallen. Mm-hmm. So I understand what they're saying, I think, when they say Blue Lives Matter. But when you push that initiative, when Black Lives Matter is being, is being pushed at the same time, it almost like, it's like, it's like that antagonizing. Right. It's like what that, I have to say is, that bro, negative. if you have a problem with people just saying Black Lives Matter, you're the problem. You're, problem. you're the problem. You're just saying Black Lives Matter. <laughs> you know, I was thinking, like, bro, why are black people always going after the, the, the bare minimum? Like, civil rights. Like, we had a whole movement for people being civil. Yes. You know what word civil means? Like, we're just trying to be civil. Yes. You like, see that, John, right? Like, yeah, like, yeah. just trying to be civil. Matters. And then matters. <laughs> matters. Like, you know matters. we're not going after the big Swat shit here. Yeah, we're going yeah. after matters and being civil. Yeah. And that's always been a problem. Yeah. And you say, now people are bringing up Martin Luther King. Uh, you know, we have no problem with Martin Luther King, way. You, you shot him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He died. You know, Malcolm X. But remember, he, was he, shot caught me, he, he caught me in that job. Remember, because who? I was like, because I talked about like MLK, I was like, well, look at, you know what I'm saying? But it, it made sense when he was like, bro, like even MLK, like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, Well, E, our friend E, shout out to Emmanuel. Um, he brought up a topic. We, are, we have a group chat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We talk about all types of shit. We talk about, you know, funny shit, serious shit, you know what I mean? Whatever. Yeah. Like, we, yeah. this conversation, this conversation we're having right now always goes on. Always. Okay. This is, yeah, this is why always. I asked Christian to bring on, come on, because we always have these type of talks. Mm-hmm. So, you know, E was like, yo, like, we were talking about Black Lives Matter movements. And we were talking about protest. Remember, we were talking about violent protests yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, eh, but then he kind of brought something to light. Like, so, like, the rioting and stuff? Up. Yeah, because yeah. at okay. first I was upset. Like, um, I actually had one of my close friends, like, his private business was, like, looted. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of upset me. And, and you were, not gonna lie, bro. I was upset about that. Too. You, you was like, you was like, what? Like, like why the hell are you after doing that, this? After, yeah, yeah, you feel me? But, like, but at the end of the day, like I said, like, um, rarely do the the well behaved make history um and like you need to open people's eyes i mean at the end of the day things are things um to you get know. your message across about lives those things can be lost i just it just i guess i felt more heartbroken for my my personal friend that you know it's I mean, riots are just the actions of the people that are unheard you know what i'm saying yeah. like you can we can talk about it we can post about it, march about it all day but you really haven't seen results until we start breaking shit up yeah you know what i'm saying so yeah, but i was all, i'm also a little i was against it i know people that own private businesses that their stuff was ruined yeah and mm-hmm. because we're in such a pandemic you ruin their business they can't get back on their feet because they ain't had the money from the get-go they were just making it by off the, off the strength of the pandemic so i was upset on that personally but i get it uh, you know here and there but um it's unfortunate you know i don't i don't what? And, and i think I'm, you know I'm, what I don't. I don't get it. I don't. I don't get the under understanding of like why certain people are upset. And maybe I may be in the minority as this, 
But like the way I view it as is like if you do all the peaceful shit, right? Like you do the sit-ins, you do the peaceful rioting, you do the. Oh, you don't get why people are upset about the riot. Yes. Okay. Like after yeah. everything that could be possibly be done, mm-hmm. you do it in the in in the abiding the abidance of the law. Right. If after kneeling, all the pe- all, shit, all the yeah. kneeling off the all the peaceful, you know, mm-hmm. Kaepernick kneeling all that. What else do you expect from a people that's being murdered day right. after day? Right, right. Like, what do you expect? You expect them to just keep taking it? Because mm. cause for me, I'm looking at it as, like, eventually, like, it's going to be another civil war. For me, that's how I view it. Like, like and, and you can look at history, all that. Like, whenever a people try to revolt, there's always been bloodshed. Mm-hmm. You can look at the civil war. Civil war, bloodshed. Revolutionary war, bloodshed. Whenever a, a people tried to revolt from another people, there's always been bloodshed. So then when you look at rioting, not necessarily bloodshed. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about burning down of businesses and stuff like that. Okay, that is like it's scratching the surface level. I, I fear that it's going to get to a point where there's going to be an all-out war. Like, okay, if there is a is there's a cop patrolling my neighborhood for no reason, he might get shot at just because he's in my neighborhood. And that's how I feel. And I, I'm sure I'm not the only one like that, but that's just how I feel. And that's like, a legit feeling. Huh? That's, a, that's legit, bro. It's, it's legit. a legit feeling because yeah. I've spoke to other people who who may be more extreme than that. Like mm-hmm. and you see it on you see groups on social media like 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 that. People who um what's what's the mountain that the KKK was founded on? They charge the mountain with their guns oh, and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I saw that. You see more extreme groups of that, but that's just how I feel when people say, "Ah, like this rioting, it's a shame, it's blah blah blah." Yes, but in the same breath, it is a shame. I'm not disagreeing that it is not a shame. It's a shame that we have to get to this point, but I also feel like, in that same breath, like it's very much right. necessary. I have to be. You know, the other side of that voice, and that's what the podcast is for. <laughs> because it looks like the rioting is always happening in our neighborhoods, bro. We're ruining yeah. our own businesses. Mm-hmm. And then we talking about, oh, we ain't no more jobs. Ain't it? Bro, you just destroyed the supermarket. Yeah. You just destroyed yeah. the other sneak. Bro, we're breaking, uh, not everyone. So I got to watch that. But we're breaking into the mom and pop. We're breaking into those stores that can't get back on their feet that are ran by yes. our people. And and, and that's and I'm So a, that's I'm why I'm a little upset about that I'm, because I'm bro cuz at the same breath we're talking about black lives matter, black business support your brother support. I'm you not just destroyed the black that. you just I'm destroyed dis- that job. I'm not bro. disagreeing yeah. with that. You yeah. robbed you ain't just destroyed you robbed it. Please but don't get I, it confused. Please don't get it confused. That's what I'm saying. I'm not disagreeing with that. What I'm saying is in that same breath that is what's going to take to get the that's what's going to take to get the attention. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. So even though even though we're not going into these white neighborhoods and riding in their stores, okay, mm-hmm. yes, like we we may be wrong for that. Like you're in your own neighborhood. This is the mom and pop that's been supporting it. That's been there for twenty years. Right. Mm-hmm. You just went in and rioted mm-hmm. it. But if he, if he wasn't doing that, would we get the same attention from the entire U.S.? No. And, and that's what I was gonna say. Would we get it? No, I don't no, think no, we bro. would. So that's what. That's I'm gonna be I'm gonna be real black and white with it. Okay. Please. If you if you oppress a group. Like systemically, violently, historically, like any group, bro. And say like uh, flip it around, like just hypothetically, say America was mostly made of black people, mm-hmm. and and white people were the oppressed. They would do the same shit, bro. Like they they would loot the neighborhoods. They would do what we they have to do it. to get by. Like you know we what I'm saying. And I, and I feel like we judge we judge that off. But at the end of the day, we are creatures of survival. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. So like 
we it's crazy like we judge minorities and in, in lower income communities and shit for selling drugs or being violent or doing this but like what would you do if you were in that situation they don't know they don't know the whole entire boston tea party was a riot right that's what the boston history history is always about revolutions bro but when it comes to the african-american people slow your roll you already had you know what i hear I mean, because you had a black president. I mean, uh, right? Yeah, that's like, it, that's I mean, come we on. Gave. We gave you black president. You, you still had to play the rules of the game. Yep. That was couldn't you know, even do the things that I hear. Really the things do. that I hear that that try to sh me a little bit at work is, but I mean, we're coming. You know, America is the is the greatest country in the world, which I agree with. But like, don't try to use that as a muzzle. You feel what I'm saying? Like, or, or we, we we don't have to be here. We. I, hate, I never <laughs> I heard that one. I never heard that one in person. I never heard that. No, I've heard it. Not in person. I'm talking oh, about things yeah, I hear. I'm, I'm talking about the things I hear in person. Okay. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of my uh, my coworkers, you know, they try to coworkers and other friends, you know, try to bring up the fact that um, we're so much better than all these other places, which is true. But it's like we hold ourselves to a standard. We always say America is the greatest country in the world. We're this and we're that. We have our own problems, so why can't we judge ourselves yeah. like that? Mm -hmm. Like, why we, oh, just because we say we are, don't mean we are. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of people that want to leave this motherfucker right now, bro, because of the way they're getting treated. Yeah. Like, I mean, so, mm -hmm. well, I don't know how we the best. I mean, look, look what we, I can't say too much on what I want to say on, but we have a lot to work on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, as far we have, as a, a, people. We have a lot to work a on. A lot to work and on. And, like, you, you see it, you see it within those, like, within these billion dollar corporations. Mm -hmm. Like, look at the NBA. This is right. a, a international corporation, you know, all over the world, and you have these players and teams who decided to just neglect the playoffs, which is like a, you know, that's like that's that's what the NBA is. People look right. forward to the playoffs. They decided to sit out. Why? Because you see all this injustice. You see all this civil unrest. You see all the. So how you feel about that sitting out? What as far as the NBA? Uh, for me, like. I think that it was very necessary. However, I I have trouble with you know players like like Kyrie Irving for an example because he made it very vocal that he didn't even want to participate in it to begin with. I think that just playing what the season, right? Just like the the post the postseason right. playoffs. Mm -hmm. um, it's like what good is it if you're not going to use the platform that you have? Like you mean like Kyrie Irving is a very prominent NBA star mm -hmm. and. Him voicing his opinion is very, um, I don't know, endearing for, for the culture. So when he decides to not use that platform and kind of sit out, it's like, bro, you're not even really using the things that you could be using that the average African-American black person or person of color in America has. Right. You're not using it. So you sitting out completely is, eh. But for the people like, you know, um, uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo or LeBron James or Damian Lillard, whoever you want to name, those people who are deciding to play and they sit out, I feel like it speaks volumes to yeah, it speaks to higher volumes to 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 the, to the shit that's going on. That's another thing about LeBron. Like people criticize LeBron, especially where I work at. They hate LeBron. Why? Because bro, there's literally too, nothing bad you can speak vocal. about LeBron, bro. This man has been in the limelight since he was bro, 17. I agree. Never bro, been caught up people, in his people, family. People never been China. cheated. People never. Up, the whole argument is China now because yeah, he, gets he gets all his 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 stuff yeah. from China, and and you know you know how okay. they say. Yeah. Welcome to America. Welcome to America. Everything from America is made in China. Kick rocks. The, the, the arguments that I've I've researched before this episode was just like 
him saying anything political. It's like, well, okay, LeBron, you're all about... Shut up and dribble know, basketball? Not even that. You're all about <laughs> human rights, but you get your stuff from China and it's, you know, children, slave workers and stuff. So what do you really though, care about? It's, it's not his fault. fault. Yeah, but that's the big thing mean. that people just discrediting LeBron for. LeBron can do anything he wants in the world. Yeah. Schools that he opened up, paying yeah. for families, giving money to charities his whole career. I just think that shows volumes to like... Voter, voting programs. Voting programs. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, so he's done, he's done X, Y, and Z. Like, you know what I'm saying? Programs yeah. that get him I just think that shows volumes to the color of his skin, to be honest. Another thing they bring it up. Because if a white man did that, if a white man did that, it would not be... Well, you get all your stuff from China. Oh, my God. That's amazing. <laughs> you get all your yeah, stuff from China. It's black, bro. Yeah. Yeah. This is what it is. Exactly. And, and that's like the sad reality is like, and, and I mean, just being honest, like, not from my perspective, but just from the perspective of the majority, like, you're black. You're always going to be black. It doesn't matter if right. you're the most yeah. amazing athlete in the world, if you're a president or whatever. Like, and that's the problem. That's the problem that we got to solve. Like, yeah. right. So, <laughs> so, so what about the people who I feel like who are, like, teetering that line? Like, they may not be all the way, like, you know, races all the way to the right, mm-hmm. but like they're also not like all the way to the left, and they're just very much so silent. Okay. And I, and, I, and I'm talking I'm talking about like the white people who are who yeah, are silent. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, if it, bro, if you're silent during this time, you're compliant, which means you're cool with racism. Like at the end of the day, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Like what's right is right, what's wrong is wrong. And, you're just and, going through the motions. I'm saying, and, yeah. and white people, this is a message to you, especially like a lot of my white peers that I be unfriending on Facebook and shit, and the ones I even like grew up around or whatever, like. If you're quiet, you're racist. Like, I mean, that's just really what it is. Are you okay with it? And, and yeah. You may not be racist, but shit, you're okay with it. You're yeah. enabling it. Like, you're creating a culture where people are comfortable to say, perform racist mm-hmm. acts. Like, that's just what it is. It's not enough to not be racist. But, 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 but say, say for the man, say for the man who grew up in that West Virginia area mm-hmm. that went to JMU, mm-hmm. where you're, you know, and they're not racist. However, they just don't have the courage to speak out. And you're a pussy. <laughs> well, I mean, that's really what like, it is, bro. Like, like deep down inside, like we all have, like, have that. Okay. What's, that, what's that called? Like, it's not an ego, but it's something else. What? But you know, you're emotionally intelligent enough to know what is right and what is wrong. Mm-hmm. And, and deep down inside, like from when you were born as a kid, even if your parents taught you or not, you knew certain things were right and you knew certain things were wrong. And mm-hmm. that's really what it comes down to is like having the strength to fight that. Like. Um, using, I mean, whether you're using your platform, you have the courage have enough to speak conversations. up. Yeah, like, yeah, like you don't have to, like you don't have to flame people on social media. But what about those conversations in closed corridors? You know, like that's the ones you like, have. Are to you have. sitting in a car are you, with people that are just blasting N word or other yeah. slurs? It don't even got to be the N word. Other slurs, you know, anti-Semitic things or anything like that. Like, are you? What are you saying? Are you? Are you standing up for what you believe in? Mm-hmm. Because if you're not, then what kind of man are you? What kind of woman are you to really be sitting there and talking about Black Lives Matter? But do that. Yeah. Or are you just saying that for you know for your Instagram followers, your Twitter followers, That's another so you can thing. sound like That's you're woke? Thing. You know what I'm saying? I know a lot yeah. of people that try to sound like they woke, but still out here shooting at people, still out here robbing people. Like, yeah. how does Black Lives Matter, bro? It all, it's all, if you out here killing Black it's not Lives. All about, not, and, I, and, I, and I had this, I saw a couple of posts where it's like, man, fuck, like, there's black people saying, fuck Black Lives Matter because, yeah. bro, I'm in the hood. Because and I black see people, people done shot killed me. They, they try to yeah, kill me. Yeah, but that's so not the right like, attitude to have, though. Cause, like, it's I don't like, know, bro. It's a different dynamic, bro. Because if you was living in the hood and you saw murder, you hear gunshots every day, black on black, and then you see the same people that might have shot at you or some robbed at you or try to fight you all your life, and they out there with their fist up. Talking about Black Lives Matter, you, bro. But, but, but at the same that's time. That's Black Lives Matter, bro. Well, that's the problem. We having this umbrella where it's just Black Lives Matter because of racial injustice. No. We've been killing each other. We've been killing each other for years, bro. 
That needs to be talked about as well. Right, right, right. That's well, 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 well what was you about that, to say? That yeah, but that's a socioeconomical problem. That's not a Black Lives Matter problem, bro. You put people in low-income communities like with redlining and things like that. Like uh-huh. that's what's gonna happen in those areas. It doesn't that matter. Justify if you murder, put, fool. It not, but Gabe again, creatures of survival, bro. Creatures of survival. Like you can be upset and you can say black on black crime, but people gotta do what they gotta do to survive. Yes. And, and I'm gonna I don't, kill to survive, bro. Some people, but, but some people don't have the education bro, or don't have the okay, don't have you the don't gotta kill. support system around. You them don't gotta kill, you know what but saying? hell, if certain I don't things, got it bro. and you do, I'm about to rob. Yeah, and if you things, try to fight, bro. then what's about to happen? Certain things. Like Keep it a buck, bro. And we can be like that's and we can be like the privileged white people. That's what I'm saying. We can be like white privileged, like, well, you can arise from those circumstances. Not everyone has that. Not everyone has that mentality. Not everyone has that opportunity. Like sometimes you're stuck where you are and you gotta make the best of it. And that's just that is what it that's is, and, and that's what I'm saying. So like, you gotta come down from your high horse sometimes and be like, you gotta be understanding in certain situations, like murder, robbing, all that shit is very, very wrong. But like, when people have been in and out of prison multiple times, don't have an education, can't get, can't a, job, get a job, like mm-hmm. you gotta understand, they gotta do what they gotta do to feed their family, or to eat themselves. Yeah. It's a reality. Like, not <laughs> everything's to eat pretty, themselves. Bro. The rich, the rich, rich, I and the poor, poor, both, bro. Like, I see where both parts come from, bro. I understand a, a, a man from the hood that don't want to go out there and say Black Lives Matter, but if he lost his parents, he lost his brother, he lost his friends. Mm-hmm. I understand. I'm not gonna fault you, bro. I get it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying you can still talk about racial injustice on that, but I get if you don't feel the movement because you've been trying to say it your whole life. Yeah. I've been trying to say my my life matters, but the same person that shot at me the other yesterday is walking outside posting George Floyd yeah. and all that. You upset because a white man killed him, bro? And you know, like, you know the thing yeah. that eats at me, yeah. like, yeah. like, like being like, like where, like more, before, more, before, before, before you move on to that, I just want to say, you know, what I'm saying as far as white man killing black man, like, why is that affecting us so much more? Like, we, we're not, uh, we're not outraged. I was literally just about to speak on that. I was literally like, just about to speak on that. Shootings. I love Ron. Take that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, fifty yeah. shootings in Philly last week. And and, and 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 you you can speak on it in addition to that, but like the places that me and you come from, you know. The McDevitts, the Romans, yeah. this diverse background. Like, I've been posting things in which in which like you know, that 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 are uplifting the Black Lives Matter movement. Right. But then I have these same people who I was in the same classroom with who are in these law enforcement positions and they're being like, Well, if such and such didn't do this, well, if he wasn't a rapist, well, if he didn't have this on him, well, you know, if he would have complied, if he would have just Followed the orders of the, and it's like, damn, bro, like all these, all these, uh, these it's like, it's, it's, all these it's like, it's like, say. bro, like this is the problem here, yeah. like because like we see day in and day out, like, these people doing this, they're complying, their hands up, they give yeah. you the license, they hands there's in the so wheel. Many, there's so much video evidence nowadays, bro. It's scary because what if we had these video records 50 years back, and we yeah. would really see a fucking problem. Yeah. We really would have been on it. Well, that's another thing. It's always been there. It's always it's been just more prevalent. I don't know if that's, if that's what you was about to say. Well, but. yeah. No, no. I mean, it, it, it's just more prevalent because of our leader, for one. Um, yeah. You know, I ain't trying to get political, but that man makes people feel comfortable. For Again, sure. He makes people feel comfortable sure. with racist words, racist actions. You feel me? But, I mean, also, like, yeah, it's been prevalent. We just cameras and social media are more prevalent now. Like, your first instinct when some wild shit happens is, oh, my, let me get my phone real quick. Mm-hmm. You know? So that, that's, that's another problem. Real quick before we go. We've been here for a minute. Yeah. I had to say, um, I really have a problem with people just pulling out their phones nowadays before helping. Yeah. Like, yeah I see yeah, a lot of videos of y'all recording and you're I'm not helping. I'm conflicted with that. You know, and, I, and it's not just with the police either. It's not, it's not really with the police either. It could be either. a form of help sometimes, but like, though. Yeah, bro. Like, like, you'll see people choking or die or bleeding on the floor from getting shot or whatever. And you 
recording. Like, I get it. You want to get it documented, but that man could have really used bro. your help. Yeah, yeah selectivity like, on what you know situations need like, I'm really tired attention. Yeah, you of me? just But it's like, what's about shit, to happen bro. to you if you tackle this police officer? That's I wasn't really just talking about the police officer aspect. No, 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 I'm just saying, like, if you're the bystander that's recording, okay, you realize it's getting to a certain point. Let me tackle this police officer. What's going to happen to you? And I feel like that's, like, the confliction that I have with it because it's like, I feel like that's, like, the best thing you can do in that situation. Yeah. No, no, absolutely. You definitely I mean, unless, un- like, all right, speaking on, like, George Floyd, eight minutes, like, okay, you've been recording for eight minutes. It's time for you to do something. Yeah. But I, I can say that as the person that's that's viewing. I can't really say that as the person that's right. there in that's that situation. Right. Well, yeah, because, I mean, that fear or that yeah, whatever hit exactly. different when there's five cops around you and shit. You know what I'm saying? Well, listen, yeah. uh, I really appreciate you being bro, here, bro. It's really Christian, been a blessing. Oh, I really appreciate you coming yeah, through man, for this, bro, because... Man. A lot, a lot of, a lot of, you know, white men in America, mm-hmm. at that, are not gonna have the same viewpoints as you. Right. And they, and they, and they have a completely different view. But I hope that this platform can be used as a, as, as a form of insight. Right. Yeah. For them. That's the intent. Yeah, we, you know, we, like, we're sure, definitely gonna sure. have to have a part two of this episode as well at some point. Uh, you'll, y'all see your Christian again. I think so. Uh, but I really appreciate you kicking back with us, bro. Uh, Ron the ruler at Capo Two. What's your agenda? Just punt? Just underscore punt. Oh, underscore yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? Punt. Yeah, punt. Brother punt. punt. All-American punter. Punt. Hampton. Uh, but yeah, man, I really appreciate episode eight, man. Uh, it's going to be airing next week. So, you know, appreciate everybody kicking back with us. That's it. Stay tuned. That's right. We out.